The Center for Internet Security, the not-for-profit that runs the Multi-State Information Sharing and Analysis Center, has unveiled a new business unit called the Trusted Purchase Alliance. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfo Security and Information Security Media Group, and I'm pleased to be speaking with the Center's Chief Executive Officer, Will Pelgren. Welcome back, Will. Hi, Eric. How are you doing? I'm great, thanks. What is the Trusted Purchase Alliance, and why did the center create this division? We've all talked in the past about government, state, local, territorial governments. Really, we have a great ability to leverage our purchasing power to improve our cybersecurity posture. And since CIS mission is to enhance the security readiness and response of those entities, it was really a natural sort of flow for us to look at being that Trusted Purchasing uh, Alliance organization. It actually started out a while ago. I did probably three years ago, four years ago, an aggregate uh, purchasing with the federal government for encryption. And what we were able to do is lower the cost for encryption across the board for everyone that participating in it, the the state and local governments at the time. More importantly, it actually got people into uh, uh, implementing encryption that probably wouldn't have done it, but for sort of that awareness that this aggregate buy was going on, the ease of the aggregate buy, and the ability to partner with the federal government on it. The bottom line for what we were trying to achieve is how can we help entities uh, in the government sector are really overburdened with so much on their plate already. This is a very complex area. How can we make it easier, more efficient, and more cost-effective to improve your cybersecurity posture? How does this work? Do vendors go to the alliance and offer deals? Do you go to the vendors? Great question. This is driven by two factors. One, our membership, that's the state, local, territorial, and tribal governments. That everything through them, we have surveyed our membership to see what's most important to them. And then the second factor is where are the, the greatest vulnerabilities out there? You know, there's so many low hanging fruit that we can all improve our cybersecurity posture on, like encryption, like two factor authentication, like a number of other issues that it really dovetails very nicely. And then all of those go back to the membership before we go forward. Then we go out to the vending community and see who are really the top-tier vendors that can provide those services or products to the membership, and we drive it from that perspective. So there's someone in your organization that says this vendor is the best in this area. Let's go talk to them. We do a number of due diligence in that regard. We look at third-party analysts in it. We use a peer committee of our membership to help look at that, and then we move forward with those entities. And again, this is not exclusive deals. These are multiple vendors within the same sector that are providing those services. Then they produce a proposal. It can be time-limited because generally the discounts are significant for our membership. Then the membership looks at them. They do their due diligence, and then and they either buy or don't buy directly from uh, that vendor. It really allows for this aggregate way of both ensuring that we are raising the bar consistently across the board on many issues of cybersecurity, but again, at the same time, trying to do it in the most cost-effective way when our dollar resources are limited. Are there specific type of technologies you're looking at at this moment? Yeah, you know, one of the things that we did, we looked at where the most vulnerabilities come from as well. So when you look at data theft loss, when you look at a number of of factors out there, encryption always came right to the fore. So we're looking at encryption, uh, a new encryption by 
We're looking at two-factor authentication. We have a training, one that's going on right now, and it's really one of those that starts to uh, delineate where there's the most concern from a perspective of ensuring that these basic security precautions and procedures are in place. If you went to our Trusted Purchasing Alliance website, we have all of the sort of call for proposals at this point in time listed on our, our website. It's everything from, as I said, patch management, application, whitelisting, vulnerability management, mobile device management, things that, you know, if you all sat back and anybody in the industry would probably tick these off as some of the top areas where we have to ensure that we're as protected as we can be. You're talking about a variety of different kinds of wares. You mentioned some things about training, so I guess that could be part of it. Uh, also, hardware, software? That is correct. Absolutely. File services? Yes. You know, when you look at what we do collectively, it's so rewarding when we can all come together for a common purpose. And when we did the first encryption by documented savings to state and local governments was uh, $40 million plus dollars across the country. That alone is wonderful. But again, more importantly, uh, these are very complex issues. So uh, a number of entities may not have the wherewithal to do that complex analysis of the technology, uh, we can be very much uh, assisting in that regard. CIS listed uh, entity and, and agnostic to any particular vendor that this is really a way to have a broker that allows for us to do it in a trusted environment. Is there any problem from the local or state government's perspectives of using an organization like yours as part of their contracting processes? Also a great question. You know, the contracting laws across the state are all different. We did not have uh, any issues relative to it, or no major issues, I should say, relative to it during our first encryption buy that we did. We've done an analysis of the laws that across all the states. They procure directly from the vendor, not through us when they ultimately do to purchase. So we are looking at that issue to make it, again, easy for them to do this. And there are, there are some entities that have to have certain requirements that are in place. But so far, we've met most of them as we've gone forward. Anything else you'd like to say about this subject? From a mission perspective, where we all want our country to be as secure as, as possible, this is just a wonderful example of a common approach, a real collaborative approach that's driven by memberships, that's driven by criticality, that's driven by our ability to commonly raise a security bar that really sees dramatic improvement very quickly. Well, thanks, Will. You're welcome, Eric. It's always a pleasure talking with you. I've been speaking with the CEO of the Center for Internet Security, Will Pelgren, for GovInfo Security and Information Security Media Group. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.